70. I don't like to talk about the women that much and stuff. Okay. You know, so I'm sad, 68 out. years old. I'm out. <laughs> no, you can talk about it a little bit, but I'm not yeah. going to give any stories on women and stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah, I got three daughters. And, I would uh, love to hear stories about my mother back in the day. Maybe, mom, maybe off the record. Mom but... is actually... Uh, we on? We're on. Oh, we're on? Now we're on. No, now we're on. Now we're on. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, Obi. <laughs> It could be, we can talk off air too. No, she, she, she wasn't a volley dolly at uh, all. Yeah. She was a flirt, her and Bugs. <laughs> that they just never, you know, yeah. they never went down that road. Yeah. They were just yeah. at the tournament and having fun and mm-hmm. partying with us and drinking with us. And, Good job, mom. Good job, mom. Know, mom was that? fun. Mom was fun back in the day. No, she was, she was cool. <laughs> no, she's wild, but she was cool. She <laughs> was, a, you know, she had her shit together. Yeah. 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 Well, this is uh, your second time on the show. Last time I think it was just me and you chatting on the phone. And yeah, did, yeah. And uh, now this is the real deal. You got you're the first guest in our brand new studio. Gabby put this together uh, yesterday. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, don't I feel honored? Yeah. So you're on my photo and put it back there for well, this. Guest. This is what, this <laughs> is what, what do I you, sign? I sign the wall. So actually, what we we <laughs> used to um, so all year we'd had a uh, a Wilson ball that every guest was yeah, signing, yeah, 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 yeah. and then we auctioned it off, and then that funded. Uh, we've been running an Eric Zahn Award for the last five years, yeah. And so the proceeds went to uh, this year. Wyatt Harrison was yeah. our Eric Zahn Award winner, so that should at least cover his flight to his next tournament to Mallorca, Spain. Oh, okay. Yeah. All so right. we're gonna have to figure out something new for you to sign. But we can send you with a book because you are in that book. Oh yes, yes, I should be in that book. But I'm not. <laughs> you are. Yeah, I'm in there twice. Yeah, New but uh, but we you're the guest of honor. That's what you get for bringing fours back to life, baby. Yeah, <laughs> love to see it. Interesting story how it came about. Yeah, I'm not I'm, being in the restaurant business. I was a promoter by nature. We'd had golf yeah. tournaments. My brother and I would set things up. So I'm down at Huntington Beach last year, and I'm sitting there with Taylor. So let's go to breakfast. I want to talk to you. So we start BS, and I said, I think I could put this together in Newport Beach. I've got enough sponsorship there, yeah. enough people. Let me check into it. And that's how basically it started. Mm-hmm. So my partner, Kevin Martin, who's part of Eagle Four Partners and Hotels and Does things like that. Does he run Vea? Is that his Yeah, he runs Vea. Okay. Awesome. He, he does some stuff with Kelly Chang okay. and Sarah right Sponsel. So I talked to him and I said, hey, you know, I think we can do this and pull this off. I could raise enough money and prize money from sponsorships and things mm-hmm. like that. He goes, yeah, let's 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 do it. Let's look into it. So Kevin and then there's another guy, Mario Markovic, who owns all the restaurants. He owns about eight or nine restaurants in Newport and Costa Mesa. Okay. Right well, he has Blackie's on the beach. He has a stag bar. He's got a Mexican restaurant next door to it. He owns a restaurant called Muldoon's. He owns all of 17th Street and Costa Mesa, Wild Goose. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else he owns? He owns a country club. He owns a Mexican, uh, uh, Playa del Rey. And so he's, he put in some money too. So we're off and running. So they had to go to the city council and get all the permits. And Steve Obradovich isn't going to get those permits. I'm a Laguna guy. Okay. They have all the contacts with their hotels and their restaurants and they're yeah. you know, really well liked. They pay a lot of actually tax revenue too. Right. Yeah. So they went to the city council Talked to the mayor. I talked to him. I had a meeting with the mayor first. Our first meeting was with the mayor and Kevin and Mario. Okay. And the mayor uh, just said, hey, I'm in. We'll do it. Awesome. So it just was a long, it was about, shit, six-month process to get the wow. prize. Wow. Wow. Because you got alcohol on the beach. They don't, they don't allow mm-hmm. volleyball tournaments in Newport Beach. Yeah, it's because it's been a while since yeah, they, there's been a real tournament in Newport. A, uh, they just don't allow it. For what reason, I don't know. Yeah. So then we got, we have a VIP area and an 
area for people over 21 in an in a area that's, you know, like a suite. Yeah. Only on the bottom floor. And uh, so that's for adults to drink. They get the wristband. They get service. They get food. They get everything. That's mm-hmm. amazing. They want. So then we have our VIP area for the sponsors and awesome. ex-players or anybody I like. it's a good way to be yeah Yeah. so what's the uh like what's the vip section look like are you guys bringing in bleachers and stands and stuff or just it's just two vip areas okay let me do this real quick i can show you a photo of it maybe we can put it up uh yeah (laughs) yeah we can definitely put that on i'm so fired up to be yeah who's uh Uh, while he's looking who's your squad so me zana carly scott and kylie deberg so you know i was sitting with evan i I reached out to Madison uh, during Chicago because I heard he was going to help with it. And mm-hmm. I was deciding if I wanted to go to India for the Challenger and pay that money to go and play and keep going or if I stay back and play in this. And I didn't have a guaranteed spot. So I talked to right. Madison. He's like, yeah, you know, we're kind of figuring out the details. So I just kind of kept poking and, and yeah. seeing. And he's like, yeah, you know, there's only two teams right now. Kind of can you make one or, you know, whatever. And so I was sitting chatting with Evan and uh, – I think he talked to Zana as well. I'm like, put Z on my team. I would love to obviously play, play defense with Zana. And then we're like, who could we get that just would be a good force player? Because yeah. not every player who plays doubles is good at four. I mean, right. you just don't you don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kylie DeBerg, the two girls on my team, yeah. Kylie and Carly were two of the best outsides in college. They were just they would just rip and great blockers. So oh, I see them being that's what you want. I see them being very <laughs> good at four. So yeah, yeah, we're we're fired up. We're yeah. gonna get a little practice in and. You know, give it a shot. So we're fired up. Put that on the screen. Yeah. So it's just yeah, we can it, overlay that. It's for just sure. the end zones are covered. Okay. And and then the we just bring your beach chair and your umbrella. So awesome. We're gonna move the uh, the the courts. The, the end court's gonna have nine feet to serve. So it's gonna mm-hmm. be a real cozy event for everybody. Yeah. And the lines will probably oh, be awesome. six feet on the sidelines. Yeah. Okay. Old school. Plop down your yeah. chair. Just sit there in the sand. Love that. Which is great. Just kind of an old school type deal. Yeah. yeah. Because we, you know, the city didn't want bleachers in there. I don't blame them. So right. this is part of the expense of putting it up. It just gets less expensive to yep. do that. Right. That's amazing. You bring the bleachers in and you bring everything. And so the VIP area obviously is in the middle. And then the bar is actually on this side. Okay. So it's going to be, uh, and it goes from 10 to 6 a.m. 10 a.m. Okay. to 6 p.m. Is it one day? One day. One day. Okay. That's what makes it unique. Yeah. And that's, it's Saturday? Saturday, October 21st. Mm-hmm. Okay. At Blackie's Beach. It's just... Uh, North of the uh, Newport Pier. Okay, got it. And so you're a Laguna guy. You're crossing enemy lines. So you're going into Newport. No, I'm a Manhattan Beach guy. <laughs> yeah, in, in heart, you know, Laguna is like Laguna, but yeah, you know, I Laguna would never have it. Okay, in Newport Beach, they would have it because it, it, there's a lot of. If you, I don't know if you guys have been down there. There's a ton of bars, ton of I love places I and shops down so there. So fun. I mean, it, it's yeah. it's loaded. Yeah, you know, there's probably twelve bars down there. Yeah, you could go drink at. And fun ones too, fun like ones. right oh, yeah. on the beach. Yeah, I was yeah. down there Saturday, and it's just full of people. Yeah, you know, so parking's gonna be a little bit of a problem. People are gonna have to Uber or ride their bikes down mm-hmm. there from Newport. Is there a strand too right there? So people cruising on the strand, yeah, yeah. See, a, they could just be there's cruising a, by. There, there's a bike path. Yeah, yeah okay. be, there, I mean, thousands and thousands of people go by there every weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if we get good weather, which we'll probably get, yeah, they're gonna come out. October, October. In October. I know it could be eighty degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Which I want it to be. I want it to be hot and yeah. let the players work a little bit. Yeah. I mean, if you get a day like today, <laughs> you know, man, we just we have three teams it. on each, three women's teams and three men's teams. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what we do is we play pool play. The top two teams come out. Uh, the top, the bottom two teams, whoever it is, play in the semis to get to the finals. The finals, the finals are going to be a buy. The best team's going to get a buy in the Got finals. It. Mm-hmm. So the other two teams are basically going to play again, mm-hmm. give them a chance okay. to come back. 
to get in the finals. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. what's the format of the matches? Four man. No, I mean I know it's four man, but uh, like side out scoring. Well, like no, it's gonna we couldn't do side out scoring. The games last too long. Yeah. yeah, they would go. You, you get on the twenty first street where, where Taylor plays, whatever it is, right? And they'll go on for an hour. <laughs> yeah. So our format right now is it, it could be two games to twenty one. Okay. There might be a playoff. We're trying to get the time factor in there. Okay. And then a playoff to fifteen or something like. Got that. Got it. Mm-hmm. So it'll be plenty of volleyball to every, for everybody to see. Yeah. yeah. And so you got the you got two courts. I'm two courts. One's yeah. men's, one's women's. Yeah. Okay. But we're seeing if we could do the. We're trying to get as many matches on the main court. Right. You know, so it's going to be Geeter's going to be doing the semifinals and finals. Oh, it just awesome. gets better and, and better. Awesome. Jim Rico, who's you know been around yeah. for long, does the Hall of Fame. He's going to do before uh, before Geeter goes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So awesome. it's going to be, uh, you know, we'll have music down there. It's going to be a first class setup. Yeah. 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 That's fun. I'm bummed I'm, I'm missing it. My boy, uh, I'm in his wedding. It's his bachelor party that weekend. So I'm like, uh, where are you going? all right, uh, Nashville. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, your daughter lives My in Nashville. My daughter right? lives there. Yeah. 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 She lives there. It's the, uh, you're doing a bachelor party there. It's usually a bachelorette party there. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe that's why, maybe that's why he went there. We happened to run gonna, into a bachelorette you're, party. Yeah. You're going <laughs> to be riding on one of those buses with all guys. They have those trucks and <laughs> yeah. all the girls line up and they go up and yeah. down Broadway. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, a bunch of my friends did their bachelorette parties there. Yeah, you gotta go into, I love Nashville. You gotta, yeah. yeah, you got to go into Roberts. Uh, it's on 4th and Broadway. Okay. It's called Roberts All-American. And got it's it. a great cowboy bar. They have entertainment from 10 in the morning till 2 in the morning. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of a... It, it's like an Hercules. Okay. It's bigger. And it's got yeah. a big stage. It's more of the locals going there. It's not, you know... Not the big tourist track. Yeah. And yeah. You got, they got the recession special there, which is a fried bologna sandwich, a PBR beer, and a moon pie. <laughs> and it's like Amazing. eight bucks. Yeah. I love that. Oh, it's 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 called Roberts All-American. It's okay. 4th right. and Broadway. And it's... Yeah. it's Noted. We didn't go... I went there with my son-in-law, who went to Vanderbilt and played baseball. So we go there, and we were going to go bar hop. And I go... Fuck, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> stay here. This is too good. Yeah. The music's great, and it's uh, you know every band in there is you know always trying to make it. Yeah. Right. So it was good. And sometimes they get some uh, random you know some guys that have records and stuff. Some stars come in there and start playing. Yeah. At that bar. There, it's funny when you go to Nashville. Last time I went to Nashville, uh, Eric Church just popped in and just yeah. played oh, at yeah. bar. I was like, yeah. Why are you playing in front of 50 people? Yeah. In a- and bar. right, it's just what they do. And right behind, if you walk out the back door of that bar, there's an alley there, and that's where the original Grand Ole Opry was. Okay, so you can mm-hmm. go back and see that. And, Super and, fun. Yeah, yeah. Is it a is it a funny experience for you because you've been in the restaurant business for so long? Like when you go in other restaurants, can you oh. just enjoy it and eat, or are you just looking around? And I'm taking always notes looking and, around. Yeah, <laughs> I've been out of the restaurant business for over 20 years. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm always I'm not critical. I just go, God, how do they do this? Yeah. I'm more amazed at some of the restaurants now. Yeah. yeah. Some of them I go, it's not something I would right. have, but ninety percent of them you, you go into it and you go, This is this is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. We used to OB's is still up in Yeah, we in don't Manhattan, we don't right? we we don't know they kept the name. Okay. Which is good. Yeah. It keeps my name out there and yeah. keeps my brother's <laughs> name out there. I didn't know if, I didn't know anybody, I thought you still ran. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, we started that I don't know how long ago. Brought that to my brother and paid like twenty five grand for the restaurant and it was like really good lease and it was like yeah. this worked out really well yeah and you probably did you know anything about the restaurant business before well, yeah, you just popped before, in before that yeah before okay. that we were we had julie's which is a very famous okay restaurant in downtown los angeles and our story of that it's like tim wilmer worked there jimmy mingus worked there okay had a bunch of volleyball players worked there. yeah yeah harvard worked behind the bar just go, doing the beers <laughs> and drinking them Tim, that's not the point <laughs> 
So <laughs> I, I, I had a lot of uh, buddies work there, and you know yeah. we we had fourteen bartenders for the SC games. Awesome. Oh just, went, just went, just went, just went yeah. nuts. Party. It was yeah. where everybody went. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a good thing to have when you are the the bar that people go to during a football game yeah. or, or after a basketball game at, yeah. at Maryland. That was Bentley's. Yeah. And after a basketball game, boom, we're going to Bentley's. Yeah. We Everyone. just did it during football season. A little okay. bit of basketball, but football season we would do eleven hundred meals. Lunch and dinner, breakfast and dinner, breakfast and yeah, breakfast Holy and dinner. Moly. Oh, my oh it, gosh. it was like huge. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I still wear my t shirt the SC games. I miss Julie's. I get stopped all the time. <laughs> I want one of those. Yeah. That's oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So it was a very, very famous institution. And my brother and I both went to SC. Okay. So we both I played football and volleyball there. He played football. He played nine years in the NFL, Jimmy. Yeah. Who's building he builds homes here in Manhattan Beach. Okay. So he lives in Hermosa right around the corner from here. Yeah. Man, a lot of the like the old school players, you guys have such good diversified skill sets. Like a lot of you guys have got restaurants, or I know Hobbs big into real estate. Yeah. Real estate was kind of big. Yeah, for that oh, old yeah, everybody. Oh, Fanoy's in there. Yeah, uh, who else is in there? Uh, Brooke Billings. Yeah. Brooke Billings. I play, is in he's there. on my six man team. Well, I'm on his six man yeah. team. Is a better way. <laughs> Can you still play? Oh yeah. yeah, he was good. He was like the sneaky U.S. guy you never heard of because he went over to Europe all the time. Yeah. Dude, he uh, a C guy too. He still he he rolls up. He's like, you haven't played since last year. Six man does like one little rotation. Then he's just like bouncing balls, blocks like ten balls a set, and then he yeah. pops up the next day. He's like, can't move. Get Sorry, boy, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> His theory is like mine. Cheetahs don't warm up. <laughs> Never seen a cheetah warm up, have you? Yeah. I love uh, what movie is it? Zombieland. Have you ever seen Zombieland? No. They have a similar line where Woody Harrelson goes, "You ever seen a lion limber up?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. Uh, that's good. That's what I tell everybody when I go play volleyball at Emerald Bay. They go, are you going to warm up? Cheetahs don't warm up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I love that. I'm good. I'm good. So shank good. a pass without warming up. <laughs> oh, so you, you got out of the restaurant biz a while ago. What you been up to since? I, I, I work in the real estate business. I work for Chicago Title. as one of the okay. team sponsors. Got it. Uh, it's real estate. You do title insurance. So I do commercial industrial all of the United States. Okay. So I got, I got into it in 92. I left the restaurant and then everything changed and I did really well and uh, could afford a place in Emerald Bay and, you know, awesome. blessed that four good kids and all yeah. went to Laguna Beach High School. Right on. Nice. Three of them graduated from SC. That's why I'm still working. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Oh, that's a yeah. lot of money. I'll tell you what. I don't know how the young kids are going to make it. I, I SC, it's when I look at, because one of the first jobs I had when I moved here, I helped high school kids uh, just with their application essays. Yeah. Kind of coach them through it. Yeah. And they'd be applying to... SC, and then we'd look at their student loans, and I was like, SC is how much per year? Oh, yeah. Because Maryland in-state was eight per year. Yeah. And SC is like 70, 70 to 80. Yeah. And that was a couple years it ago. Just, it just, yeah, tuition's like 60. You had on, they joined a fraternity. You got to pay for, the rents there are like 1800 a month per student. Yeah. You know, Holy you got shit. food, you got gas, they got to come home, you got to go to parties, you got to take them to dinner. Yeah. You know, they don't have any money. Whew. So you're supplying them money right. as long as... With, with everything. Right. <laughs> Man. Yeah, they don't work during the summers, you know. They're just, they do it. My son interned, and he's doing really well now. Mm -hmm. He's 25 yeah. years old, Pete. Yeah. He just won our big Calcutta in Emerald Bay. Oh, nice. Which is huge. Yeah. And he got his name on the trophy, and I had yeah. my name on the trophy earlier. But for 25, you grow up in that area, and it's just a oh, rite yeah. of passage. Yeah. You know, what? all the kids won it, and he won it. And, you know, Travis Wilson won it one year. Uh, Brian Lewis God, won it. God, I love Travis Brian Wilson. Wilson. Brian uh, Lewis won it one year. Okay. And basically with three guys in wheelchairs. And, and he's Wilson's 
Father-in-law. Yeah, brother, brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. Yeah, he's yeah. married to... Uh, brother-in-law, not yeah. brother-in-law. He's married to Travis's sister. Small world. Travis yeah. grew up in Emerald Bay, so Louis comes in and he played a couple of years and goes, I'm done. <laughs> you know, I think I bought his team for thirty grand or something like that. Yeah. I sold it off where I, I, I was only betting a thousand. Okay, that's got back like three hundred bucks. It wasn't a good bet. Yeah. It wasn't perfect. What did the Emerald Bay Calcutta get up to this year? I don't know. Okay, I, I'll tell you off the record. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, because Hermosa. It was my first time doing the one at Sixteenth, and I was like, oh, that's uh, I don't know why anybody would ever go to Chicago. Instead yeah, of doing it's, the it gets, it gets out of hand. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's more. The MVP guys are playing for. <laughs> yeah. So this, the fours that you're putting on, though, uh, every athlete's getting an appearance fee. Is yeah, they get an appearance there, fee. Is there prize money on top? No. There, yeah, okay. there is. There's seventy-two thousand dollars in the tournament. Whoa. So, but you back out the two thousand dollars that Savvy's right. extorting from me. <laughs> Fine for that too. I'm gonna negotiate I need, with I her need lady. that too. <laughs> for charity. We need that. Uh, it is charity. So if the winning team wins, we figure they're gonna get four grand each, two okay. grand on top of that. Awesome. So they get to play six hours and one day tournament. And, yeah. And Misty May Foundation, the tr- May, May Trainer Ohana Foundation, is the recipient of the uh, okay. excess proceeds. Awesome. So okay. Misty's gonna be down there at one o'clock. She's got a soccer game. So. Kind of said, Misty, if you don't show up. <laughs> yeah. So she's been real good about it. So uh, awesome. So that that's that's a good thing. We're giving money to charity, and that's what it's all about. Love that for us. I don't, yeah. You know, she'll get a substantial amount. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, the players are all jacked up. As soon as I mentioned the word two grand, everybody gets excited. Oh yeah. Everyone gets. You put up. you put fours and two grand together. Yeah. My oh, friend, yeah. you will have every volleyball player. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. How do I get the it? I could have done people. it for 500 but I, I really wanted to make it like a legit legit deal where guys want to come down and play. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, they actually want to, you know, they do. They just yeah. want to play. I'd want to play. I mean, yeah. you know, I'd have played for 500 but this was an add-on. I'm trying to help the players is what mm-hmm. we're trying to do. They don't make a lot of money during the year. And right. You struggle, so now you go, God, I got a $2,000 prize money. Right. That's freaking great it is great yeah so that was my give back i've always wanted to help the sport in any way i can we coming down to tournaments going to the hall of fame deal every year so i always wanted to feel bad for these guys we took yeah. all the money <laughs> well, actually dodd and hovlin and karch and randy and sinjin and stephas and yeah. you know all those guys took all the money yeah so it's amazing but you know hopefully this four man we could turn it into some sort of league i've got some ideas on that and selling new york dallas all these franchises were actually the owners pay the players. Yeah. So there's really no prize. You know, it's like a league. So it's like these guys are buying pickleball leagues, right? So, right. Yeah. Fuck. These guys are way better athletes than those guys. It's right. a way better show to watch mm-hmm. for me. I think pickleball is unwatchable. I don't understand that. I play a lot of it, believe it or not. But, but, but I get watch bored it? watching it because yeah. of the, the dinking that goes on. Yeah. It's really hard to do. Yeah. But then it's whap, 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 whap. It's over, you know? And right. It just, it's, I can't, I can watch for about, 10 minutes and I go, okay, yeah. I've seen it all. Yeah. I know who's going to win. Yeah. So, but it's just one of those sports that catches on and I retore my calf muscle two months ago and oh. I just got back. Yeah. So everybody gets hurt. <laughs> yeah. Just a matter of, they go, you're going to keep playing. I go, I can't wait to get back. Yeah. What am I going to do? It keeps me in shape. I don't have to go on long walks. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't like playing volleyball anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask if you still play. I haven't played in two years. 
Really? Yeah, I just don't have the urge right now. I might yeah. play again. You know, I don't know. There's lots of games at Emerald Bay every weekend people are playing. Okay. But I just, that or I drink six cores Lights. So, yeah, fuck, I'll drink six cores Lights. <laughs> and you're golfing. Yeah, yeah. I, I golf two days a week. So it's yeah. like, you know, if I could play pickleball three days a week, golf two days a week, I don't need yeah, You're good. Else. You're active. But yeah, sports, oh God, you're outside. Yeah. What's that? You're outside. I'm outside. I don't need to get enough sun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you're hunting? Yeah, I'm hunting. Yeah. How's South Dakota? What's that? How's South Dakota? South Dakota was great. It was uh, Sutton Bay. Problem is, I didn't get to hunt because one of my buddies didn't like guns, and so he would have been left alone. So I go, okay, let's go fishing. I caught one fish. Yeah. So <laughs> next year, I'm hunting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can stay by yourself. I'm going out. I'm going to shoot yeah. something. Yeah. You know? So, and I've hunted a lot before with birds and stuff. So it's, yeah. you, know, you know, you're a hunter. Yeah. It's good. It is time for the Waiakea Water Break. That is right. This podcast has been brought to you by Waiakea all year long. They are the cleanest water you could ever have. It's not just water. It's Hawaiian volcanic water. That's right. And those bottles you see all over AVP tournaments, all around the beach volleyball world, they're made of ocean plastic, which is 100% post-consumer recycled ocean-bound plastic. Each bottle helps to remove the equivalent of five bottles from ocean-bound beaches, waterways, and cities. So when you're drinking a water bottle, you don't have to feel bad about it. All right, and that's right. Waikea is also committed to giving back. It's local to those in Hawaii through the Kakua Initiative from monthly drives to support the local food bank and nonprofits to direct support of individuals and organizations. In the continental U.S., via partnerships with its ambassadors such as Clay Thompson, ever heard of him, and the Thompson Family Foundation, Aaron Judge, and the All Rise Foundation, and Miles Garrett, and the Water Boys. And more. They're doing all kinds of good things. And we would love to just continue this great relationship we have with YK. They're awesome. And if you want to get the best water in the world, use promo code SANDCAST online at yakea.com. That'll get you 20% off your order. Again, that is SANDCAST at yakea.com to get 20% off your order. We are just so fired up to continue being sponsored by Waikia Hawaiian Volcanic Water. We love our Hawaiian Volcanic Water breaks. All right, so enjoy some Waikia. Get hydrated today. The seasons have changed. Y'all, our summer 2023 season it has come to an end, which means, guess what? Those tattered, beat volleyballs you've been using this entire summer, they need replacing. I know mine do. I just put in an order of 15 new Wilsons. The optics balls, the best balls in the world, hands down, no question. The NCAA uses Wilson for a reason. The AVP uses Wilson for a reason. Everyone uses Wilson for a reason. They make the best balls in the world, and I know it's time to reload. It is tinkering time. This is the time to get better in the offseason, so you come through 2024 fresh and with a brand-new skill set to get your double-A, get your triple-A, win your first AVP, get your first main draw, whatever your goals may be. Get some new Wilson volleyballs to help get you there. And use our discount code SANDCAST-20 to get you 20% off. That's right, 20% off using the discount code SANDCAST-20. So go to Wilson.com, get some new volleyballs, and get better. Y'all know what time it is. Our next partner has a product I use and try uses literally every single day. We both started taking AG1 on the daily because, well... We're traveling all the time. We're competing all the time. We're putting our bodies through it. And the best ways to stay healthy on the road, especially when you can't get your vegetables, 
is through AG1. Even when you're at home, it can't hurt. It is the best supplement in the world. I use it every single day. I take it first thing in the morning. After I wake up, I throw a little bit of creatine in there just for some muscle growth, and it's money. I absolutely love it. I feel weird when I don't have AG1. It just, I think better. I feel better. My digestion's better. Energy's better. I think better. It's simple. It's the simplest way to get in all of your health. It's the importance of a multivitamin. All right, tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. And AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day, and I do, to take great care of yourself. All right, and your subscription, when you go through our link, comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is so important to add in these winter months that are coming up when we don't get as much sunlight. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free. If you're intermittent fasting, doesn't break your fast, that's right, AG1. It's less than one gram of sugar. There's no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, and it still tastes good. And it costs you less than $3 per day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than a whiskey on the rocks at Shellback or wherever it may be. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. And you don't have to take our word for it, although I think you should. Athletic Greens, or AG1, has over 7,000 five-star reviews. That's insane. It's recommended by professional athletes, such as Triborn and myself, is trusted by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss, Joe Rogan, Michael Gervais, you name it. All right, so right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements, and it tastes awesome. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free, that's right, free, one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. I don't go anywhere without those travel packs. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sandcast. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash sandcast to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Yeah, it's I mean, fun. It's fun to do. It's challenging and, you know, walk through the fields and shoot pheasant. And- yeah. The good thing about fishing, though, is you can do it year round and yeah. hunting. You have a a yeah. pretty quick season yeah i love uh saltwater fishing i love that i love catching mm-hmm. tunas. yeah man we went up to alaska and fishing for salmon i mean you put a line down you had yeah. one we had we uh got our limit in like two and a half hours with 36 oh my salmon. gosh are you gonna i just noticed are you gonna drink that beer it's a, you know can i have one i'm pacing yeah of course you can jeez yeah. you're drinking too yeah savvy started it oh my god <laughs> what is going on here it's happy hour sure why not Going to El Sombrero Happy Hour uh, Tacos tonight. Oh, really? It's yeah, Happy I'm Hour getting, tonight? Getting started on my, on my Cronus I early. Just, I ate that. I got in there at El Ranchito in Newport Beach yesterday. We got in there right at five fifty-eight, and Happy Hour happy was hour. over. Oh. So we go. Okay, now we got to get here at five o'clock. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You get like two taco, crispy tacos for five bucks. Oh there I go. no, the deal. Oh, thank you. Rad. Yeah, Here's to you out there. Cheers. And thank you. I would love a refill. Yeah. So who are some of the sponsors for the uh, the event? Uh, sponsors is Citrus Ford Kia. It's out in uh, Ontario. Okay. And Dennis, who owns it, is a good friend of mine. So yeah. he got in. Chicago Title's doing one. Mm-hmm. I'm doing uh, Miles' team, mm-hmm. team two. And Andy Banesh and Rosenthal Love and it. Jake Gibb. Yeah. Then we have Baldwin & Sons, uh, who's a builder. 
in San Diego, but he's he lives in Emerald Bay, so he sponsored a team. His kids are in for volleyball. Yep. Then I've got Zotovich Wines. I think which, that's our t- the one that's sponsoring our team. I think. What's that? I think that sponsor they're sponsoring us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. our team Baldwin. or whatever. No, he's yeah. doing the guys' team. He's doing okay. the third guys' team. Okay, okay. You're either Zotovich Wines, and then we got Kincaid's Construction. He's a big contractor in mm-hmm. Newport Beach, a friend of mine. And the other one is, God. Friggin' Jones and out. I forget who the other one is. Excuse me, yeah. <laughs> but we got six. Yeah, that's okay. awesome. So yeah, so they were rad. easy to get. I mean, it was just trying to get everything together and given. And this was just a handshake deal with these guys. That's how right. good of friends they were with. Yeah. So it was like these guys are into it. They're all into volleyball. They're all into it. And they say, "Hey, we're, we're in." And look at. I mean, those lineups. I had a waiting are, list. Those lineups are insane. <laughs> those lineups are insane. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, those are some of the best players of all time. I I don't think there's ever been a. Well, there's never been a tournament. Never been a four-man tournament. No, like this. not that and, I can think of. You know, we got the like I said, the, the Italian kid, Randieri. Randieri coming, and you know, have you seen that guy yet? He's he incredible. Have you seen his looks? He is, he is also very good looking. Yes. I mean, what a magnet he's got! Oh my god! I can't I wait to see that. I showed my down. wife. She goes. I showed my wife. She goes. I'm coming down. <laughs> So, oh, you know, so next year, we, we're going to do it next year. Uh, it's going to be so more, almost more dynamic next year because you get the international guys are going to catch wind of it. I think I'm going to hold them back. Yeah. So it's got to be the guys that are the AVP guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. we'll get a couple of euros in there if they want. If we could extend the tournament to four teams next year, which we might be able to do, we might be able to do it two days, mm-hmm. which would be good. But, uh, this is our trial, our beta testing yeah. for everything. And like I said, you know, these guys are buying pickleball leagues. Why don't you buy a, a volleyball team? Right. You know, so you'd have a draft and, you know, the guy has a GM and then, you know, you go off the content, see how much content you get to raise money and mm-hmm. the sponsors and stuff. And I think it'd be a really good deal if, if some of these guys, if some of these uh, investors, guys that like volleyball saw it. I think so too. Cause I mean, it would be the, the cheapest entry point to get into owning like a sports franchise. That's it. And <laughs> I don't even know what the price would be, but you know, and you do it off AVP. You could do it throughout the whole year. I mean, you go down to Florida in December, January, February, right. and you're going to draw crowds. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. You're going to draw crowds. Because people, what, I think what you'll find is people love fours, yeah. not just the players, but yeah. fan, it's so, it's so much more dynamic. Well, it's, it's a lot cooler people. I mean, you get a guy like Elon Musk, who's kind of a nerd and, you know, he'd like to hang out with the beach crowd. Yeah. You know, you really think of that. If he goes to Manhattan, nobody's going to, nobody's going to fuck with him. Nobody's going to bother him. He says, hey, you're one of the guys. Let's have a drink. Yeah. You know, let's, let's chill a little bit. He talks to the players and they're all normal guys. Nobody's asking for something. Right. Nobody's going to, hey, I got an investment for you. Yeah. You know, nobody's like that. Right. In the beach world, it's kind of a cool little it is. dynamic. Well, that's like Vince Vaughn in Manhattan. He was just in Shellback, just yeah. hanging out. Cruising. That's what's continued about volleyball that I like. The kids are still hanging out, going to bars working and some have jobs in the off season and they're all good. And the, the, the guys that I was really impressed with, they, they know who I am, you know, cause I've kept in touch and they all respect yeah. you and they're all talking nice. You're all, you know, the crab brothers, the Triborn, I've known since college, yeah. you know, all those guys, even Jake Gibb goes down to Jake Gibb, Rosie. So they all kind of know, especially with Dodd and Hovland being so prevalent down in this area. Yeah. They know the, the lineage, the history of it, how the guys were. And so just like I knew, the Von Hagens, the Jimmy Manguses, the Greg Lees, all these guys, mm-hmm. uh, Fred Zulich, Dennis Hare, and all these great players. 
So I always studied down below. I mean, when I saw Von Hagen at the Hall of Fame, I still get nervous. And he's a good friend of mine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I still look at him like he's my idol. Yeah. You know, he's the guy that created this whole thing. He's like thing. the Babe Ruth of Beach Yeah, Marvel, he is. So. And it's he's a very shy individual. Yeah. Really shy. I still haven't met him. You haven't met him? No. Oh, I don't know if you'll ever meet him. He's stuck. I don't know how well he is now, but he's like, he's got to be 80 years old. Okay. Great story about him. He came to the Hall of Fame. I think he was like, I don't know, seven or eight years ago. He's like 75. Okay. I go, how many days did you ski in Sun Valley? He goes, I go, four days? And he goes, no, I missed four days. <laughs> I go, holy fuck, Ronnie. Are you kidding? He goes, That's no, I missed four days. Skiing. He's an animal. He's just like, he's, he's like just a storybook. Yeah. You know, and he's just really shy and introverted. Even when I was playing against him, I would always go down to Sorrento Beach. I had to practice down there and I'd sit with him and, you know, and I go, uh, hey, let's arm wrestle. I want to see how strong you are. Yeah. So I'm left-handed. I go right arm. Boom. Boom. He goes, I've never lost. <laughs> he took me down like I was a child. And I go, holy shit, man. This guy's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, because he was like one of the first truly, like he approached it like a profession, kind of from what I understand. Well, he, had, he came from family money. Okay. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't have a job. I mean, Mingus didn't have a job. Greg Glee didn't have a job. I was the only guy with a job back in the 70s. What were you doing? Well, I, had, I worked in a liquor business. I okay. had, we got a restaurant in 79, so I'm like 24, 23 years old. I'm working oh, every day in the restaurant. Yeah. So I'm driving down because Marine Street got done about 2. So okay. I'd have to drive down to State Beach or Sorrento at like 3 in the afternoon. And State Beach, that's when the game started. Okay. 3 or 4 o'clock, Sinjin would come down. Karcher, or not Karcher. Sinjin, who else played there? Andrew, uh, Eller, Stokey. Yeah. Uh, Steffes would come down. So mm -hmm. they had a bunch of really good games down there. So I, yeah. that was the only time I could play. Okay. So I spent a lot of time at Marine during the year. Sometimes during some, but a lot of times I had to go up to State Beach and play. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, he, uh, I remember talking, I mean, because Sinjin idolized Von Hagen. Mm -hmm. And then I think in the same way, because you mentioned that a lot of the guys now, the top players have, like, there's sort of a, a reverence for, players in your era yeah, with yeah. the Hobbs and Dodds and you and Kent's and all them and Karch's because I mean you guys were the ones who you legitimized the sport yeah. into a professional endeavor yeah and I was talking about this with um Miles Bertain's dad in that you guys everyone points to the 90s like this golden era like what does the AVP have to do but it was a different type of person an individual all you guys were like sort of entrepreneurs in your own way. Yeah. Like you guys were trailblazers. And yeah. I think a lot of the players now, they didn't, we didn't have to trailblaze to create the tours already there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think that we've lost a little bit of that. But we, we played 24 tournaments for like three or four years or five yeah. years or six and years. Pretty or big money tournaments. Yeah, Florida, too. Florida, five weekends in a row. <laughs> I went back. I got so many miles. Cause <laughs> you had American Express to give you a quadruple miles. Yeah. And I just had like a hundred thousand just in those four trips. Oh my Some God. guys would stay down there. I got to fly back and work. And yeah. then you go to New York. You're going to Texas. You're going to New Jersey. You're going to Philly. I mean, it was it was like just vagabonds on the road. <laughs> we're all flying coach, and we're all meeting in airports. A flight gets delayed. You got you know eighteen guys laying down on their on their bags trying to get on the flight. Yeah, but it was it was fun. <laughs> Leave Friday afternoon, and then you know you. Freaking drink Friday night and Saturday night. And it was still a party atmosphere. Back yeah. Then. This show is brought to you by Bartender in a Box. Yes, guys, we've been looking for an alcohol sponsor for a long time. 
on this show. And now it's time to drink outside the box with Bartender in the Box, our new sponsor and the official margarita and official Mai Tai of the American Volleyball League and AVL on IO and Sports. And for those on a volleyball player's budget, we got you. Sandcast and Bartender in a Box invites you and 12 of your friends to enjoy just one box of their premium bar quality libations for around 20 bucks. That's right, 12 premium mixed cocktails out of just one tasty package, whether it's pregame or postgame. We got you covered. Celebrating that beach volleyball victory or styling sunset, or maybe you lost in the quarterfinals like you planned to, so you could drink your Bartender in a Box while everyone else still is playing, burning calories, all that stuff. Bartender in a Box is available in a growing number of flavors, stores, and markets where you shop. But if it's not on display, just ask for it as it sells out quick. The libation experience and price are worth it. So shake your box today. Have margarita. Have Mai Tai. Enjoy the show. Yeah. With Hob and me and there was a couple other guys, we're, just, we're still going after it. That seemed to be, because you know, I wrote that book with Kent, and it seemed to be the... the the way Kent described it is like there was sort of an ethos there where it was there's this masculine macho thing where who could party the hardest and still play well. Hovland won. <laughs> Not even close. Not even close. You knew he was going to win if he got in the finals and he was hung over and he just threw up. <laughs> threw up on the uh-huh. court. And I go, all right, Tim's going to win this it's one. Over. I was with, shit, it was in Clearwater Beach and Karch came back to play with, uh, of all things, Dot. So... <laughs> They're in the finals, and Karch is uh, Karch will be down there too at the tournament. By the way, oh, awesome! Yeah, so Karch is starting to cramp, which I go, well, "What do you mean to cramp?" So he comes up to my room. It's in Clearwater Beach, and I got a room in the view of the tournament. I always yeah. took care of everything. Mm-hmm. He's up there drinking four beers before he goes. Coors Lights, <laughs> guzzling beers down, <laughs> guzzled like four down. Karch, when he back then, when he could drink, he would just. <laughs> <laughs> And He's never half in on anything, huh? Yeah, and he went, won the tournament. That's a goddamn to you cur- curb uh, cramps with beers. Yeah. Coors Light, that's what does it. <laughs> <laughs> no Coors Lights for the cramping, huh? Yeah, so we had, we had we had a great time. We all I would pick these restaurants to go to dinner. This is a great story. Remember John Stevenson? Yeah. And Hanley and yeah. Stevenson. So we got 12 guys. I think we're in Rhode Island and you know, I'm ordering steaks and martinis and shit. And yeah. he's ordering a chicken and a salad and the bill comes. So I go, well, we divide it up. And John goes, what are you talking about? We divide up there. Well, I only had chicken. I said, next time order more. <laughs> so the next time everybody's having steak and lobster and shit. And they're getting, they're just going, okay, it's going to cost me another 20 bucks, but yeah. I'm not going to pay for something that I didn't have. So it was a learning lesson. We stole uh, Alexa's participating today. Oh, Alexa. <laughs> I'm like, who's talking over there? That's funny. Yeah, Alexa's on point today. She's listening to all my stories. Yeah. <laughs> you, look th- had, you look thirsty yeah, over there. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good right now. So we had another <laughs> another deal that I pulled on Sinjin. He lo- dropped his credit card to his wallet, so we had 12 guys at dinner. Yeah, fuck it. Gave him the credit card. Dinner on Sinjin. Sinjin gets his bills. What the fuck did you? I sent him a check. I go, I'll pay for the dinner, all right? Yeah. So I was making a little bit of money. I go, here, I'll pay for it. Yeah. But we got him good. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, about a month later, he goes, what the fuck? <laughs> he I immediately that. called me. <laughs> immediately he knew, knew. who it was. You know, I was always, you know, I was the most fine guy on the tour. 
that's when you got fines back then. You argue with an official, you say something derogatory to him or swear at yeah. him or stuff like that. And, you know, that shit went down. That's I mean, hilarious. There was, oh, there was a beauty contest. We used to have beauty contests. Okay. You don't remember those days. So they, I mean, it was a big, the beauty contest yeah. was a huge deal. So we're in the back and, you know, I could hear him out there, but there's a big, or it's like, yeah, it's banana there. Right over the top. <laughs> you hear it flap. You hear the whole audience <laughs> just go nuts. Gage comes back. Matt Gage was the director of officials. Okay. That's a hundred bucks. Didn't look at anybody else. There yeah. was all of us guys down there. Right to he goes, Looks at me, OB. That's a hundred bucks. <laughs> what? How do you know it was me? Didn't <laughs> even need to ask. I didn't need to ask. <laughs> I was just always doing stuff like that. That's so funny. Oh, God, yeah. Gosh. All those stories. That, like, you're era of players was so rich yeah. in just stories and personality, oh. man. Well, the 70s was even better when you got, you know, I started playing in 72. So you get from like 74, I was AAA, and so I, you get in with all the older guys. Right. And it was like, they'd have these parties afterwards at somebody's house, whether you go to CDM or San Diego yeah. or Laguna, Serena, there's always a party afterwards. And yeah. all these guys just come in still in their sand on their shoes and everything or go to a bar and they just they, i always showered you know I, yeah. I gotta clean up before i go <laughs> it was like then they'd flop you had flop houses everybody spent the night there it was just bizarre how yeah. it just we were we were basically hobos we weren't we weren't making any money yeah and we played just as hard to win an open as we did you know that i played when i made money yeah. when what was same it with like? Sinjin and randy same with carts i mean they played for a lot of a lot of tournaments for yeah. no money yeah what was it like when money came into the tour? Because seventy six. Well, kind of, it kind of grew. The first, I think, the first time they had money was in eighty three. I think Mike Dodd was on the cover of Volleyball Monthly, leading money winner twenty three thousand okay. dollars or something like that. So then, then it just Miller Lite came in yeah. and started up and it up and it up and it. And then Jose Cuervo came in at the same time. They did three events a year. Yeah. So it just started getting every tournament was a hundred thousand dollar tournament. A couple were one hundred and fifty. I mean, so you times twenty four. So you got insane. it was like two point seven million back then, two point four million. So it was like you know twenty four tournaments. I mean, yeah. Sinjin and Randy are winning, you know, eighteen of them. Dodd and Hodlin would win six or seven, yeah. nine, and then Karch came in. He started him and Stephen started winning every tournament. Right. So at a hundred thousand dollars times, you know, so many tournaments, they were, they were making money. I think the leading, I think Karch led it one year at four hundred fifty grand just in prize money. <laughs> And that's, I mean, in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, I mean, that's, and he was making that's sponsorships big. from his uh, sponsors. And I was wearing Quicksilver forever and, okay. and not getting paid. And then they get Karch. And I go, I go to Bob McKnight to see, are you paying him? Yeah, we had to pay him. <laughs> what the fuck? You're paying me now. <laughs> I got like a 1000 I got 12000 a year. Yeah. But I covered all my flights and everything. Yeah, yeah. once but, you get your expenses covered. Yeah, I mean. so it was like, I couldn't believe it. He's getting paid, I go. I've been with you guys for since 76. Yeah. What the hell happened? Was it just the craziest thing, though, to go from, you know, you're working just as hard to play for just the pride of winning, and then all of a sudden you got $100,000 on the line? Yeah. Well, I didn't make, I, I think I made 75 grand in my whole career. So you were like, I was the you, most you famous guy just, for making the least amount just of Just mistimed it. <laughs> yeah, just mistimed it. Well, I got married in 89, had a kid, and then in 89, it was just starting to lose to guys I didn't want to lose to. Okay. And then I thought it was over. Then the prize, I, I shouldn't have retired. I should have kept going. Yeah. But the prize money was going like this. And I go, shit, I'm, gonna, I'm done. I'm just going to work at my restaurant. Yeah. And it wasn't a good thing. I went through withdrawals and, you know. I bet. 
well, you're living in Manhattan Beach, you go down the beach, you're toting your, all your weekends were planned my whole, since I was 18 years old, what right. I was going to do every weekend during the summer. Yeah. Now I've got, what am I going to do? Yeah. Right. What I'm missing the locker room. Yeah. I'm missing the traveling. I'm missing the guys. I'm missing the competition mostly. So it was like, it was a hard adjustment for me. I came back and played 91 or 90, a couple tournaments in 91. Then I just said, okay. Yeah. How long did it take you to kind of get over that withdrawal? Cause that's, that's a hard thing. Uh, probably till I was, uh, 38, 39. Okay. I, I changed jobs and focused in on that. So, okay, I'm going to do what I did in volleyball and this. Yeah. You know, because what I found is when a player you you look at like a Jake Gibb, I was him as an yeah, example yeah. where you know he he retires and he's look, so looking forward to just kind of hanging out, well, and then you, two weeks later he's like, I, I need to do something, and he starts the Spiker Academy. Yeah, you, get, yeah. you go. What am I? You know, what am I going to do? There's no drug testing come over to my house anymore. There's no you know and random drug testing they have to go through. He told me all about that. When yeah. they when you're playing in the Olympics, they they can drug test you at any time. Oh yeah, not that he did in. anything, but he's going you know. This guy's randomly call. You got to piss in the cup. Yeah, you know, they're like, coming. They're around. They came to my house to test Evan. I live with Evan Corey. They came to test us, and we weren't there. We were in New Orleans, just on vacation with his yeah. family. And they called. It's like nine a.m. there, and I get this call from a random number. I'm like, I'm asleep. I'm like asleep. Yeah. Decline, decline. At Evan's, he's practicing. Decline, decline. Like six times. The sixth call. I'm like, yeah, it's got to be something. Maybe I should answer this. <laughs> I'm like, hello. I think it's a spam. They're like, hey, this is so and so from the USADA organization. I'm like, the what? They're like, we're at your house to drug test you. I was like, what? And I'm not. I mean, I'm not even like going for the Olympic. Like, I'm not even the uh, top top player. Yeah. And they're but at you my some house. International events. Yeah, they're so at my house. Radar. They're at my house to to test Evan and I. And um, so I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm not there. Is there someone in New Orleans? Like, I'm going to pass a drug test. You can come test. I, she's yeah. like, no, it, you know, it doesn't work like that. We have to, it has to be a surprise. Where's Evan? I'm like, well, he's practicing. She's like, okay, well, I can't, I can't leave your house until he answers the phone and confirms as well. I'm like, so yeah, she must have sat at my house for an hour waiting for him. Cause I didn't have a car and he was, he was at practice yeah. and They're it's crazy. They're, they, and they came, yeah. they came to my court the other day <clears throat> asking for Tony. <laughs> hey, where's Tony Rodriguez? I'm like, uh, I don't know. They they're they're coming out. They just tested Troy. You should ask Troy Field about his drug testing story. He has quite the story for you. Well, I'm Troy, yes. He, he has he has quite the story. I won't share it. I'll That's let, him, I'll let him share it. I'll let him share his story, but it's unbelievable. Is that why Troy's skipping? I'm in not here? sure who's going to be in the bar. Unbelievable. Well, Hovland will be down there, so Hovland will probably be in the bar with Taylor and Troy when they're not playing. Oh, I bet because yeah. Troy plays at 21st all the time. With yeah, Hovland, yeah, yeah, Tay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I got the other kid, uh, Taylor Sanders' uh, younger brother, Brendan. Brendan's Brendan, good, he's playing. Man. Yeah, he's. I he's called solid. him, and he goes, he goes, he thought about it for about one second. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised it took him that long. I mean, I'll cancel everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he played the six man. My son's team was playing against him, and uh, I was like, God damn, that guy's good. Yeah, you know. So I texted Bully, who ran it, uh, uh, Michael Bully's younger brother Parker, I think it was son. Okay, so I got to get a hold of this guy. Yeah. No, he's really good, and he's he's funny because he'll go out and, and practice and just sort of goof off. I'm like, B man, if you tried, yeah, you'd be yeah. really yeah. good. But I, I just, you know, he's just well, he'll try against these around. guys. Yeah, yeah. By the way, did, you wrote that book with Stephens. Yeah, that's you know, I'm on the cover of that book. That's you. That's me. I thought that's that was me and, that's me and Marlo. Marlo, and I think it's uh, in the finals. It was getting Bob Jackson and Mike Carey in '76. Yeah, that's when that, I won it because I have that picture. 
it's hanging in my living room. Yeah, I have one too. Yeah. It's like one of the most famous. Yeah. I love that picture. Yeah. And it's funny because to get the rights to use that was a really funny winding tale because I had to go to the Hermosa Historical Society. Robbie Hutas, I think. I would yeah. Ask. So he, because I reached, I was going to reach out to Robbie, but he passed away yeah. during COVID. And so I was like, well, I don't know how photo rights work for a guy who deceased. Well, so I, I was going to file a lawsuit. I, I'm on that cover. You guys didn't pay me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going nil. I'm in college. You used my picture. <laughs> I paid, uh, it was like 25 bucks to the Hermosa Historical Society. I was shocked. I was like, that's, yeah, that's somebody, it. Somebody gave me that book. And I went, fuck it. So I called Marlo, Chris Marlo. Yeah. And go, hey, I just got 500 bucks. I said the picture, I got 500 bucks. You get any money? Because you got to split it with me. No, you, you got to get your own lawyer. Oh, that's so funny. I got to hit up he would, he would, he would. What the fuck? You know, what's going on here? I made you famous, OB. <laughs> yeah, but I got 500 bucks. Yeah, because that, well, that's the exact type of atmosphere that I hope that you guys can sort of create. That's why I think Beach. I'm like kind of over the stadium stuff. I love like that intimate this is, feel. That's why we did it. Yeah. One, we got to make money. This is how it's paying for it. Yeah. The VIPs paying for sponsorships. Mm-hmm. Mario's going to make a boatload on his bar. So yeah. that's the way we're going to do it. And it's a easy setup cost. It'll draw people in there mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, bring your chair. Just sit in the sand or stand. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, you guys, you, the fans used to mark their spot. Oh, yeah. They used to come the down the night stuff. before Manhattan. Oh, yeah. They would come down at four in the morning. Put their chairs down there in the front so row. So awesome. And nobody would screw with them. Nobody, there was never any fights. Yeah. Back then. They would come Just down. In Laguna, they would do it. Laguna was like one of the best. That was our second favorite opening back in the 70s before we started traveling. Yeah. Because it was so compact. It's still like yeah. that. Yeah. And then they won't, the city's kind of, you know, I don't know. They got, I don't know, 30 grand in their tournament this uh, it's pretty two good. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's solid. Yeah. So, I mean, it's enough to get Taylor to go and Taylor saying I, I think there's some other guys playing there's quite a few guys playing yeah anyone who's not playing in world champs is yeah probably gonna play yeah. now. Well, some of those teams might get eliminated before the tournament yeah I mean they might it starts they might, on the fifth they, they might hustle right? back yeah world champs starts I leave in two days and it then it goes the for, fifth, goes yeah. for 10 days What's that? Mm-hmm. It goes for 10 days. So it's Friday yeah. to the following Sunday. Yeah. They, yeah if you're in there, you're, I, I would imagine some of those kids will come back. I would think so. Yeah. Because Laguna is always one of my favorite tournaments of the year because I love that intimate setting where oh. you go back to serve and guys yeah. can just like. Well, they don't draw the people they used to be. I mean, they used to have it on the uh, north side. Yeah. By the basketball court. Yeah. yeah. They had palm trees up, up in the deals. And I mean, mm-hmm. it was just a whole crew down there yeah and it was uh they they have this they filmed this movie about it and i can't find it. it's called round thunder okay and it was a great movie of the lagoon open in 1978 i think okay hooper and i won it in 77 <clears throat> so it was the next year and it was unbelievable color video and i can't seem to find it yeah we'll try to hunt it down do you remember who, who i don't I, I you probably would have to go to the city of laguna beach and try and pull up their permits back then if they had that or okay. somebody may know in the mm-hmm. historical society. I bet they might have it in their it was, library. It, they had close-ups of Hooper and I and all these guys. And it was just, it was better than the the one at the uh, Queen of the Beach that Terry Sprague did in Manhattan Open. You ever seen that one? Mm-mm. Oh, God, what the hell is that one called? King of the Beach, I think it's called. Okay. It's a movie that Terry Sprague did. It was had the beauty contest in there, but it had the players in there. Yeah. Had the audio in there. And they've showed it down at the pier before. Yeah. I went down there with my kids when they were younger and sat on the sand. They showed it on a big screen. So, Sweet. Uh, that was a, that was that was the era back then. Yeah. But like I said, Laguna was always see different girls down there. It's not like Manhattan Beach. Yeah. Know, 
nice little restaurants there. And mm-hmm. I was there when the Goonies like in, just a quaint little town. Yeah. yeah, I was there in '75. Just got out of still in college, and the tournament, and I didn't have a place to stay. Yeah. So I went down there, and uh, I ended up getting fourth in the tournament with Gordy Mahan, and '76. And it's just out of college. No, I was still in college. I didn't have a place to stay. So there's a hotel <laughs> right up above there called the Laguna Inn. Yeah. Or something or Sand and Sea or whatever it is. So I go, shit, I'm at this guy's room and we're drinking and stuff. And all the older guys, I'm going, I, I don't I have to stay in my car. Yeah. So I found a rollaway. I go, shit. Put it in front of the guy's room. He had a balcony. I'm overlooking the courts. Roll the way down I go. Yeah. Wake up. Shit, I woke up late. I could see the actual I was in the loser's bracket. I'm going so I could see the action coming. Yeah. And I go, fuck, I'm fucking put on my shorts, go down there. <laughs> didn't even brush my teeth. Didn't have anything to brush my yeah. teeth. Yeah. And they let let it go. They didn't forfeit me out or my partner. Yeah. So it was that that's how the days were. That, it was you know, just like was, one big fraternity party. Yeah. Back then it was it was like, where do you stay? You know? Yeah. Where do you go? The road you, dog you, days of the You go down to San Diego, you gotta find a place to stay. Mm-hmm. Go to Santa Barbara, you got to find a place. Santa Cruz, you got to find a place to stay. Hooper and I won Santa Cruz in 1978, I think. So we drive out, we fly to, uh, there's, a rest, there's a hotel called the Dream Inn that was right, something else now. So there's Dream Inn, so we fly to uh, San Jose and drive over. So we pull down and Gary goes, I'm going to the beach. I said, okay, I'll, I'll meet you down there. I go, put the key. He goes, I'll put the keys under the tire, right? I go in the coffee shop, eat, come back out, car's gone. Everything we own is gone. Gone. <laughs> Everything I own. I've got my clothes on. Hooper's got just his trunks and his t-shirt. No shoes. So I go, what are we going to do? So we call Quicksilver and go, hey, where's the store? Where can I yep. get? So we kind of like hodgepodge it together. The car oh got stolen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it can't happen to me. And we ended up oh winning the tournament. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, it's just like nothing. Oh my gosh. Yeah, oh. it's like. Well, that's uh, it's, amazing. I mean, similar in today's standards when Evan and JD were out of money. Yep. Uh, Evan, have you met Evan? Her boyfriend? Yeah, Evan uh, Corey, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I met Evan. yeah. So Evan and my buddy JD, they just lost in the AVP New York yes. qualifier. You guys should get married. You'd have beautiful kids. <laughs> We're rooting for that. Yeah. I am too. We'll see. Grandma and, uh, might be a little bit. <laughs> but they're down to like five bucks. So they're playing a tournament the next day. Yeah. And they're like, how do we spend this money? Like, we're starving. We yeah. found a place. So they got a, they split one ice cream cone. And then That's they it. they ended up winning the tournament and then getting some prize money from that and then they were they were good to go but yeah. they just Evan was like that one ice cream oh, cone was yeah. good for morale oh, just powered the boys fueled, through fueled the day well, I would have I mean Stevenson and Hanley were the worst I would get a room and either staying with Ludies or Moodhart or whoever usually Ludies and Moodhart and uh, all of a sudden you know there's a knock at the door we don't have a place to stay yeah I had four guys in my room all the time. <laughs> And then Don and I and Hovland would would uh, I was playing with Moody and or Luke, not Moody, and Don and I Don Hovland and I would would fly together and rent a car and stay in the same room. Yeah, you know I let Moodhart get his own room. We were trying to save money too, and it would be right. Don and I in one bed, and of course. Hovland in the next bed, 
And Hobbit would wake up and goes, you guys get a spoon all night? <laughs> Mike would always have his arm around me. I'm not fucking Patty here. <laughs> so that's the way it was. We would do everything together and get on the court and absolutely beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. Hobbit and I would go at it like this. Yeah. On a Saturday, we'd play in the quarterfinals the next day, and then we'd be flying home together like that's what happened back then with, with me, especially. I when we walked on the court, it was a different deal. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna do whatever I can to win. Yeah. I'm gonna bitch and moan at the refs. Mm-hmm. And then Hobbit and I would get into it. And in, uh, we were playing in a Cuervo event in uh, Colorado, in Boulder. And uh, so it was like one to ten points was this deal to get in the pool player, get in the in the brackets and stuff. Yeah. And I'm telling you, Hobbit and I are going at it. It's, it's bad. We're disturbing the other courts. We're doing this. We're doing that. <laughs> So how about I go to dinner that night? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing happened. Didn't even talk. Let's all right, let's be good tomorrow. Yeah. Next next game, they're on a court next to me, and Hobble and I get into a gig. Would you shut the fuck up? <laughs> You're an asshole. You, we're not even playing each other. And we're still arguing. Go, Tim. What yeah. But here we are at each other's throats. Then we make an agreement not to do anything. And then the next day, Hobble right, and I are still it. at it. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> and I think that is true sportsmanship in the purest sense of it where you can just go at it yeah. on the court. Yeah. That's a different persona. And then as soon as it's over, you're yeah. getting dinner, you're staying the same, you're spooning with Dodd, yeah. you're going back on <laughs> the same flight. Yeah. Like that is the way it should oh, be, God. I think. And it was usually half Sundays we're driving back and he's pounded down the beer. So Mike and I are figuring out our seats together. We got to let Tim sit by himself. Because Tim would just go ape shit on the plane. He was like drunk, <laughs> drinking, and snapping his fingers at the steward or the, the, the flight attendant. Tim, you're going to get us kicked off this thing. So Mike and I would move, find two other seats, and move away from Hop. It was, we, it was, we, we don't know that guy. Oh, we earned our money flying with him. One of my best friends still. It, just, it, it was hard. Yeah. It was uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hoff, yeah. as we used to call him. <laughs> I Mike love that. Him that name, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hoff. <laughs> Who's out, Mr. Hoff? Oh, out. I love that. <laughs> yeah, and then like, and then he's coming down to your force thing. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. And I think that's one of the funniest things about that era is that I think people get the impression that you guys hated each other, when in reality, it was like a big brotherhood. The, the yeah. only... Sinjin and Randy and Dodd and Hovland had some friction. Uh, Dodd didn't. Hovland did. Yeah. It was always like... Sinji's winning more tournaments. Tim's really competitive. And yeah. Tim's there. I won all the big ones. I won Manhattan five mm-hmm. times, which is, I, you know. Significant. Hob, I played with Hob in tournaments, and he just, he was unbelievable to play with. Yeah. Wasn't anything like I thought he would be. Played with Dodd in tournaments. Played with Stokey in tournaments. And it wasn't like, we played with Stokey when he was like 18, 19 years old. Jeez. Yeah. Had a chick, got third in Manhattan, had a chance to go to the finals, and my legs started wobbling. Because I wouldn't, my problem is I wouldn't eat during the, I was so like intense. I wouldn't, I'd have to force myself to eat. I wouldn't yeah. eat the right things. I'm the same way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to eat. And I saw, I saw Matt Gage one time taking down this sandwich. I'm going, how do you do that? He goes, I forced myself to eat. I couldn't do it. I dropped seven or eight pounds in a tournament. I did the same thing. Yeah. You know, just like you're, you're so, but you got to, you know, we were drinking Mountain Dews, you know, instead of water. <laughs> oh yeah. Hob and I would just be Mountain Dews down there. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You drink a little water, but you'd take a couple Mountain Dews on the court. Yeah. You know, so you'd suck down soft drinks to get some sort of energy. And, right. And you wouldn't eat. Your body and a lot of times they didn't have, they had the, 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 the old days they would have a player's temp, but it wouldn't be like good food there. So yeah. you had to like, you know, bring yourself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Which nobody thought of back then. Yeah. 
Nobody thought how to how to eat. I mean, you go out to eat, eat steak or whatever, baked potato, you eat what you can. You right. don't need to eat. In the morning, I, the only time I ate was in the morning. I could eat pancakes and stuff. And that was basically it for the day. Yeah. But that wears out in the you know, first three hours. Yeah, I mean, you rifle through pancakes in 15 minutes on the court. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those cars. Oh, yeah. Just boom. <laughs> done. I'm the same way, though. I'll eat, uh, I can, like, snack. I can eat almonds and nuts and some yeah. fruit. But I, I see someone eating a sandwich. I'm like, that thing would sit like a lead weight. Yeah, that's good when for I you. Play. That's good for you. That's the only yeah. thing that gives you energy. Yeah. So I, I really screwed up. Everybody didn't have a good diet back then. Well, because I mean, the, like the general education on nutrition. Yeah. I mean, there there I mean, wasn't I, any. I'd no. walk by Sinjin's room Sunday morning. They're always getting up later than me because I'm in the losers bracket or something. But they would have like the room service tray there. Yeah. I'd go what? Guys are eating that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least go to a nice restaurant. Right. But Sinjin was very frugal, and so was Randy. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was, uh, it was fun. It was yeah. fun. It was good, good memories. Uh, as you get older, I enjoy more thinking about it. Yeah. How fucked up we were. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy, JD, the same one that I was talking yeah. about with Evan, he has a, a, fun, a, a good rule with beach volleyball. He's like, if you play a tournament anywhere in the country and you don't have a place to stay then you've done beach volleyball wrong yeah and he's like if you have the means and you want to stay in a hotel that's a different story but if you don't have the means and you don't have a place to stay then you've done it wrong yeah well, the, the problem with the avp now they don't they, this is why i want to do the format mm-hmm. avp has what eight tournaments ten tournaments i think so they canceled the most Phoenix, right at the most yeah. let's just say nine so you don't get the chance. I mean, you're traveling, but you don't get to do it every weekend. You, know, you right. play a tournament, they're off for two weeks. Yeah. yeah. So it's really hard on them. They need to come up with some sort of sugar daddy, some big corporation that likes this, or some individual that's got a lot of money and go, I, I want to do this for volleyball. Yeah, but they haven't found that guy yet. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I'm, again, trying to do this a four-man deal. Go, okay, maybe we could do a rethink the whole thing. You still have the AVP. So if you have nine AVP events and I have nine events, these kids are going to make money. It keeps people coming into it. Now mm-hmm. you got the, the problem with the uh, the women's team or the women's volleyball has a more bigger problem than the uh, the guys. You got all these college girls coming in. Yeah. They're playing four and five years <laughs> yeah. in college, and they're coming out thinking they could do it. So it's it's breeding a whole bunch of these girls could be really a dynamic yeah. tour for the women versus the men. They got you know the club yeah. team. They got a big influx. So they, yeah need to find a way to keep this sport relevant. Mm-hmm. Just the Olympics is relevant, but you can't compete with the Euros. They're getting paid. Right. You know, they're getting paid handsomely from the mm-hmm. government. Yeah. What do you guys, if you travel internationally, don't they get stipends or something to take care of their... Uh, How does that work out when Trevor and those guys are Benesh and do they get paid by USA Volleyball? If you get a high enough finish, then you do. You get a stipend. But if you don't, What's the stipend? You're in trouble. I don't know. What is the stipend? So there, they do it um, for travel. It's sixteen hundred dollars per per person, which is great. And it's if you finish, if you're a top four finishing U.S. team. Yeah. Um, but you get a max of ten per year. So if you're ten, trying, what? Ten thousand. Ten. Ten stipends. Ten stipends. So you. So how much could that be? What's ten? What's six. What's six thousand? What's sixteen hundred times? Sixteen hundred. So I don't even know what that is. Sixteen thousand. Sixteen thousand dollars. Fifteen. Sixteen thousand. See. 
this is 2023. I was getting twelve thousand dollars a year in 1985. Yeah. Let's think yeah. flights so, right now. 86, whatever, <laughs> all the way up. I mean, for five years, I got twelve thousand well, a year. Yeah. I mean, the math doesn't equal right. the uh, inflation. So, yeah. so it's really right. what's sixteen hundred. Your flights, your flights aren't cheap to go to Europe. Sixteen hundred covers the the flight pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So you basically get a free flight. You get a stipend from the if you're a top twelve athlete. So typically, it's your top six. Typically American it's like, teams. yeah, typically it's like your top four pairs. And then sometimes there are some pairs that are switching, you know, not at the top. It's your top 12 U.S. athletes get a monthly stipend. I think the top four players get like, I don't even, three grand a month. The next five through eight get two grand. And the next get like 625. So it drops off. And yeah. at some, somewhere in there, health insurance is thrown in there. I don't know if it's one through eight or one through yeah. four. Um so it's, it's, it's something, but like the $600, I just remember, you know, cause I went and did a, a bunch of stuff late last year when yeah, there wasn't yeah. a bunch of people playing, people yeah. were taking time off. And yeah. so I did, um, a tournament in the Maldives and two weekends back to back in Dubai. Yeah. I was a top four finishing team uh, for the U S for all four yeah. events yeah. or all three events. So I got the six forty eight hundred bucks for stipend, which is great because it, we were in Dubai for two weeks. So that saved a lot of money just being in the same spot for two weeks Plus the prize money. So I walked away, you know, in, in three weeks with, you know, the 4,800 plus, you know, they're pro- probably 10 grand total in prize money. And that's that, that 10 grand was like my saving grace that whole season. Yeah. Like that was like. But you spent it all for the travel though. Most of it for yeah. the travel. So, I mean, you're going to these I mean, luxurious spots. Yeah. And you come home at the end of the day and go, oh, I, got, I just did that for 500 bucks net. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with volleyball for the Americans. I mean, yeah. how much can, Vanessa is probably, how much can they win this year? They're doing pretty well because when you are at the top, when you medal in three of the top tier tournaments in a yeah. row, they're financially they're doing pretty well. And sponsor, they're sponsored. What's pretty well? They'll probably between AVP and Volleyball World, they'll clear a hundred grand. Yeah. Which for these standards is very really high. That's it. Yeah. 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 If top you, three players in the world, they're going to make a hundred grand total. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like and that's like significant. Yeah. That's the problem with the sport. Yeah, I had a yeah. great year this year and hit like five. <laughs> well, no, but that, that that Travis is the problem with the sport. Yeah. These guys are world class athletes. It's the number one or two thing at the Olympics. Yeah, it is summer Olympics, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And yet they're just getting paid like servants. They're just like it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And that's but why I, another reason why I'm doing this. Let's get something else. Let's yeah. think outside the box. And I could see a four man being in the Olympics. Yeah. I could too. I think if there were to be another development of volleyball. And the Olympics, it, you know, I think snow's out. You want another one? What are you drinking? Pacifico? You got a Pacifico in there? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You want me to get up and get it? Oh, I... Oh, you want me to go like get your, it? You're just like your mother. You... <laughs> you're just like your mom. She wouldn't do... She wouldn't do... She wouldn't get me a beer. See, that's the thing is, I would. I, I didn't know what you wanted. I didn't know if you wanted me to get you one. Now, you know, and this is another conversation for another time, another whole layer of this financial struggle with us is... Evan and I have been approaching companies as a, as a couple because um, we think it could benefit us as a couple living together and doing these kind of things. We've approached a couple companies, and the problem is um, all these companies, they want to give – they want to sponsor um, these Instagram influencers. So it, yeah. it, it, they don't even care to sponsor athletes because these Instagram influencers who are posting – dancing videos on TikTok or, you know, a bunch, oh, yeah, you know, their, yeah. their body, they're just showing their body on Instagram, like, which obviously we do as athletes. It's just, it's different. It's non-sexual, yeah. but they want to give all of these influencers 
all the money because yeah. they have more followers. So they're like, why would we, well, we don't care if it's an athlete. We don't yeah. care if it's an athlete, you know, because you it, 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 they just want to find the, whoever has the most followers. That's yeah. who they want it. So that's another, another layer to the, I see Olivia Dunn on one more photo. I'm oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's one of them. She doesn't even start for her team. No. She's one of them. Yeah. yeah. She makes millions on, yeah. on, all, on this. Yeah. Social content. It's just, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. It makes it hard on these sports. Cause you put your deal on YouTube. It doesn't, you know, make it, you know, a thousand clicks. They're getting yeah. 4 million clicks. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty yeah. easy math to yeah. do. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of worried about the sport. I am worried about the sport that they need to somehow take it up to a level. Yeah. And that's what I'm always curious. Cause you know, as far as having a, a wealthy individual, you're not going to get a whole lot better than Donald, you know, in terms of having deep pockets with yeah, Kingston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, do you think that it's a, I feel like it's a structural problem, just a business model in general. I like the idea with the leagues and the franchises is intriguing. Um, but I feel like the way that the AVP, we keep trying the same thing over and over and yeah, over yeah. again, and it's just not working. And, ev- and everyone's looking at it like, well, it did this in the 90s. Yeah. But it was just, it was a different it was a different era because beach volleyball was really a trailblazing sport. It was the first lifestyle sport yeah. there where it beat surfing to the punch. Like beach volleyball and surfing rose at the same time. Yeah. And yeah. surfing was huge back then too. Yeah. And now surfing struggling, beach I, volleyball struggling. I don't know. I feel like the I, model's broken. I think one of the reasons that uh, Miller Lite left and, and Jose Cuervo is the X Games came in. Mm-hmm. Now you get people that, can ride skateboards in Wisconsin or do all that stuff or skate or do bikes. Yeah. So I think they just, they saw something coming on the X games. They go, no light. We put our money into that. Right. And they're going to get, it's on ESPN every week. Everybody's jacked yeah. up about it. They're seeing guys do all these remarkable things. So I, that came in, the X games came in about 96 or 97. I mm-hmm. think. So that just took our lifestyle out. Now it's the X games lifestyle. Cause they're going to get the guy like in Wisconsin, Minnesota, South Dakota, watching these guys do bikes and skateboards and whatever they do. Yeah. yeah. And the, the Winter Olympics came too, which I, I enjoy more the Winter Olympics. I, I'm a big X game guy. I'm They're there. fun. Fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, uh, it's hard to do. And then they got the King of the Beach seems to be, have you heard of that? The Queen of the Beach. Yeah. yeah. Asher's doing Incension. Mm-hmm. That's actually an interesting format. Yeah. And that's everyone plays with everyone, right? Is that King of the Beach or King of the Court? Well, they call it over there. It's Queen of the Beach, Queen of the Court. Okay. It's Queen and King of the Court. For okay. some reason, Wilbo wanted to go a little bit woke or whatever, so it's called Queen <laughs> and King of the Court. That's the guy that runs that, it. Wilco, yeah, yeah, Wilco, he, Wilco. And that's uh, he is like beloved by the players. He is so receptive to feedback, and yeah. that seemed to have a, a pretty good year. Yeah, I was court. on a call with him because they were trying to do it at the. Uh, I got him involved with the uh, air show, Huntington Beach mm-hmm. Air Show. And I don't think it worked out at the last minute because yeah. you know, the jets are going by or whatever. They wanted to do it at night, which I thought was a good idea. But I watched the YouTube videos over in Europe. I mean, the the, the setup is unbelievable. It's awesome. I yeah. mean, the setup is And then you got Mole was playing. Mole and Anders were playing, right? Yeah. And it's actually a very entertaining uh, concept, but I don't know if it's going to grab on. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a cool thing for the players because it's sort of – fun it's a lot of fun for them to, it's it's you can still win decent prize money i think if you win you split 20 yeah right? oh yeah, I mean, oh yeah they get 10 no grand joke. each on and, the winning team yeah, yeah so it's it's different it's fast paced yeah the fans are into it yeah i mean the fans in europe are are fantastic yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's 
it's what we don't have here. We don't have, I think if they ever put the uh, prize money up to, let's say it's $200,000 term, these guys are going back to making half a million to a million dollars a year. I think that draws fans and it draws people watching. Oh, these guys are making money. Yeah. Well, the winning team gets, what's the winning team? The Manhattan Open, what'd they get? I think 30, split 30. Mm-hmm. Split 30, 15 yeah. is good. But if they had 15 of those tournaments. Yeah. And they were splitting 50. You know, now we're talking. And know. I think that now we're also losing less of the elite athletes because now if, if a TJ DeFalco has a choice to go make you know 250 or whatever in Poland or to come grovel and make 16 on the beach, yeah, 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 we're, yeah. we're going to lose all of our yeah. best players to indoor. Yeah. But if you get – how about you know TJ playing four man? You know, if you get this where you get – like I said, this is a real thing, that, a real concept that we could do. Yeah. yeah. Somebody could do. I mean, you know. I started it, but I, I would like to be involved in, you know, see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see how the beta test goes. I'm excited. I'm yeah. bummed I got to miss it, but it's Well, at least we got a awesome. sizzle reel to sell people, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, to get sponsors in yeah. and get the uh, guys because they're tremendous athletes. Yeah. I mean, it's just you – know, then you involve, the, you know, the indoor guys that aren't playing because mm-hmm. the Olympics are not going over there. They go, shit, I could make 150, 200 here, staying here for 10 tournaments. Right. You know, so it, 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 like you said, it's the cheapest entry point to get into a professional franchise. By far. I mean, you look at even the MLS, which as far as American sporting leagues go, is closer to the bottom, and it's $550 million Yeah. To that's your franchise fee. That's yeah. that's your entry point. I mean, you, you how much be, is it? $550 million is the franchise fee for an MLS team. Oh, shit. Yep. <laughs> Big number. Yeah. We're asking for a million each. Yeah. I don't know what it would be, but I like I said before, have a draft, trade players, do things, and give something to do, and you get a lot of the exploit like yourself. You could be a GM, drafting the players. Guy, guy didn't know anything. The owner is you're going to have to hire somebody, and that's yeah. all you need. That's it. Yeah, you don't do anything. And so they, they they go out and drive sponsorship. They can go out and drive media, social media, and you get people coming. They get you know thousands and thousands of people coming. Yeah, I think. Uh... I hope it picks up steam. I'm rooting for for you and whoever else you you got on board to take yeah, that off. Yeah, it's just like I said, it's going to be something that nobody's seen. That's what I'm proud yeah. of. Mm-hmm. Nobody's put this thing together yet. Yeah. Why? Why now? Like, what made you do this now? I know you got that breakfast with Taylor, but what made you have the breakfast with Taylor? What? When did this? Start well, we were at the tournament. I was watching. Nobody was down there. It was a doubles tournament. They were playing. I think Taylor walked away with maybe two grand or twenty five hundred. We were having. So I went to breakfast and. So I'm drinking Bloody Mary's, you know. He's drinking Bloody Mary's. I go, Taylor, I, you know, because I'll win the tournament. Don't worry. That's how bad it was. <laughs> and I tried to actually, honestly, and too, I tried to do it at Laguna about four years ago. Hey, I can raise some money for this stuff. Yeah. We can get this thing up to 50, 100 grand. You know, I got enough people to do it. And then Laguna shot it down because they didn't want the same thing with the Cuervo bottle up there or the Miller High Life bottle right. up there. I said, we don't have enough lifeguards. I go, we got a beach with no waves. You got a lake out there. What are you guys worried about? Yeah. But then this, when I saw Taylor playing, it just kind of clicked on me. You know, it just kind of clicked. Taylor, would you be interested? Yeah. And that's how it basically started. Just he's, thought he's, of it. And I go, thought of a guy. I want, like I said, I wanted to take care of the AVP guys. Yeah. I wanted to make the, make them some money. Cause you know, the tournaments are going down. The money's going down. These yeah. poor guys that are, you know, getting fourth and fifths are great players, but they're just, you know, not making any money. Yeah. yeah. We were super top top heavy on our tour, you know. I, I I didn't get out of fifth place one year, and I think I made ten grand or something. 
Finished fifth or better in every tournament with Ludies. And you came away with 10? Came away with 10, 12 grand, whatever Phew. it was. Maybe more. It's a hard earn. Not, not very anyway, much. Yeah, less than 20. But it was so top-heavy in the first two, they were taking 80% of the prize money. Okay. You know, and that's the way they wanted it. Yeah, of course they did. Yeah, so all the lower <laughs> players. If you get ninth, you're getting, I think ninth got 350 bucks. Yeah. On a $100,000 tournament or something like that. For nine, it wasn't very much. It wasn't enough. To, yeah. That's got, if you made the down. second day, you came close to breaking even. But, you know, there you go. You come back, you spend the whole week in there and, you know. Yeah. Well, I love it. Appreciate you starting it. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm jacked yeah. up. Come down there and bring your beach chair and, you know, your umbrella and be ready to have some fun. Yeah. yeah so where uh, the McKibbins, I'm assuming, are filming. Oh, yeah. We forgot to talk about them. And uh, I haven't talked to Riley during this whole thing. Madison does all the talking. Okay. <laughs> Riley, you, it's so funny to watch when Riley came back from Italy with Carly, yeah, the McKibben YouTube channel just it just took off again. And I was like, "Oh, yeah. Daddy's home." So Riley, Maddie might be doing a lot of the talking. I think Riley is like the editorial engine. Well, oh, Riley's that because Madison does all the time. I mean, I've talked to Madison like you know more than my wife lately. Just, <laughs> we're on the phone every day, and we get into a lot of arguments. And not argument. He doesn't like to argue that much, but I yeah, I got to put my foot down and go. No, we're not going that way. Yeah, but they're a great team because Maddie will do all the talking and bring. Be the yeah. messenger to Riley, and Riley would be like, all right, we're going to do this, that, that, yeah. boom, 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 and then he well, just cranks. I told Maddie about this seven months ago, and he didn't believe me. <laughs> so I'm trying to get him on the phone with the guy, and he just, he's just like so busy with the AVP tour, and I'm mm -hmm. going, all right, maybe maybe he's not the right guy. Maybe we'll get some, I got this other guy involved, and he wanted to just do too much shit. I go, you know what, this is beta testing. I'm not going down that road. Right. I got my sponsors lined up. I got everything. So Madison came back into it finally yeah and then i set him up with kevin martin my partner in it okay and kevin martin goes we're going with him i go good decision yeah because i didn't want to bring some random guy in mm -hmm. that you know didn't have the best reputation in the world and i go you know i mentioned the guy's name i go who what why are you doing that okay. yeah yeah the mckibben so, they're they're as good as they come so trying awesome. not to make any errors in this whole thing you know yeah. that can't be fixed yeah so are you guys doing live streaming or are the mckibben's gonna just film and produce and put up and post after, do you know? No live streaming. Got it. He doesn't want to do that. Got it. So yeah, I'm kind of like taking his lead on that. Once he's in there, I go, you do what you got to do. As long as Kevin and I own the content, we're good. Yeah. yeah. I think that I think that's the way to go, which is a relatively unpopular opinion. But when you look at the numbers on streams versus content that they post-produce, the post-production, when it's nice and you can get like all kinds of angles, that does way better. Is it really? Yeah. See, I, yeah. He had to explain that to me. Yeah, I would say let's stream this thing on ESPN three plus or whatever it is. Yeah, no, you sure? Yeah, and he, so he basically said what you did. I go, okay, you're in, you're in charge, but I'm always throwing out other shit. Yeah, know? yeah, I think I mean I I pretty much whatever they say. I'm like that's a pretty good rule. I had this conversation when Maddie and Riley put on a KOB in Hermosa a couple years ago, and I was like, oh, you guys are gonna stream? He's like, no, 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 no. Like the numbers will be better if we have like a good product after. And I, yeah, and I was mm -hmm. like. I think you're wrong. And then he's like, no, 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 trust me. And then the numbers were like, the numbers of our KOB matches were bigger than every AVP final. Yeah. And this is just like, what do you think a, this is going to do? A couple right? of us. Oh, it'd be massive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, though, I think all of the matches that they put up will get, especially all due respect, <laughs> especially the men's matches. Oh we'll, yeah. We'll get six figures of views. Yeah. Which is, which is, is a big, lot. big for volleyball. Yeah. yeah. For beach volleyball. Yeah. yeah. So and I you said it's a good sizzle reel to go out and yeah. get this thing. Yeah, you got better. the right you got the right guys. 
Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, I knew I did. <laughs> you thought the same way I did. Let's go this yep. way. And yep. you explained it to me. I go, I was going, okay, but you were going, let me see it. And then you saw it and you go, that ah, was right. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought this, go, Madison. I thought we should zig. They were like, now nah, we're going to zag and zagging's the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, it's, it's a, a tough climb, but I, I really think that there's some uh, push for this that, that people want to see. Agreed. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the product when it comes out. It's too bad you're going to a bachelor party and riding in a truck up and down Broadway. I know. A bunch of other bachelorettes. Can you imagine him on Broadway going like this? Yeah, baby. I would love to see Travis on Broadway, honestly. I would love that. Have you been there before? Uh, A couple times. Yeah. 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 Nashville's a great city. Like I said, Robert's all American. I'll send you a picture from Robert's. Yeah, you got to. You sent me a picture of the four man. Yeah, you got to get the uh, recession special, though. Done. I can right. do that. Done. You guys don't. You guys didn't eat bologna back then. We. we I grew up on bologna. Yeah. You know, so you get the fried. It's fried. It's just so wrong, <laughs> but it's so good. Yeah. It's like try crushing uh, like spam and musubi when you well, go. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, when I first went to Hawaii when I was 19 years old playing a volleyball tournament, we lived in a guy's place. Yeah. With no money, you know, and we had spam every day. You know what? I liked it. We had spam in the morning, it's spam good. in the for uh, for sandwiches. Yeah. So every morning, every lunch, we had spam. Yeah. And you know That's what? Funny. When you're 18 years old, Doesn't it's matter. food. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Salty as shit. <laughs> God, it's got salt. Just, just figuring, you might as well put on a can artery hardener. <laughs> <laughs> Sodium counts through the roof. Oh, God. Oh. <sighs> well, OB, man, great to have you back on. Glad to have you in person to... Uh, yeah, oh yeah, to I broke kick in off the, the yeah. whole deal. Chris yeah. in the studio here. Appreciate Perfect. it. Perfect. Yeah. And uh where can people follow is there a website? Oh, yes, there's a website. Yeah, uh, mpvolleyball.com. Perfect. So it's Newport Beach only. It's mpvolleyball.com. It's got all the players on there and stuff like that. Okay. So awesome. It's gonna be a or get your ass down there and watch yeah. in person. That'd be great. Are you going? I'm playing. She's oh, playing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not after this show. <laughs> He's about to boot me off. Yeah, really. Since I didn't get him a beer, I'm out. Yeah. Gotta find a replacement. Yeah. He'll tell your mom she can't come down. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I'll allow your aunt now. I'll let Bugs come down. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, thank you. Cheers.